0: Has your teen started to question the Bible or question his faith or question the teaching that you've been giving him over the years? If he has, you're not alone. We're going to talk about this and some other questions today. It's Mailbox Monday. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, thank you guys for joining me on this Monday, wherever you are. This is one of my favorite days of the week here at the show because it's the day I get to tackle your questions and interact with them. And I love doing that. Before I get started today, I want to remind you that if you would like to have a question answered at the show, the best way to do that is by going to mailbox Monday uh, at HeidiStJohn.com. So I just got back from speaking for my friends at the Teach Them Diligently conference. And it's a wonderful conference. It was wonderful this year. It continues to just be such a blessing to me to be able to see so many of you. There's another Teach Them Diligently coming up if you missed this one. And I wanna be sure that you don't miss the next one in May, in the month of May. So a little bit of time from now, you guys can plan for it. The Teach Them Diligently conference will be in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And one of the things I love about this particular conference is they really go out of their way to find locations that are family friendly. And if you've never been to Pigeon Forge, you gotta go. Lots of great things to do there. It's a great conference and uh, I'm thrilled to be at it. And I hope you guys will check it out. And I'll link back to it. There's a a promo code. So if you guys look at the show notes today or go to my social media pages, you will find that if you use promo code Heidi at checkout, you're going to get a pretty great discount on tickets to the Teach Them Diligently conference. I want to invite you to do that. And also to let you know of a couple other places that I will be uh, May 8th through the 12th. So, and again, just a couple days after this i will be speaking for the equipping generations for the king conference and this is hosted by answers in genesis at the ark encounter and this is their homeschool experience week and i'm telling you what again uh, you guys know my love for the ark encounter and everything they're doing over there at answers in genesis if your kids and we're going to get touch on this topic today but if your kids are struggling with their faith at all it's a great place to take them because the the uh, the men and women at Answers in Genesis are unapologetic about being sold out for the word of God, taking the Bible at face value, and then being able to back it up by the physical evidences all around us. And the Bible is an extraordinary account, and an extraordinary book. The the book that has been sold more than any other book in the United States or around the world, for that matter. And there's never been a display quite like it. And that is the ARC Encounter. So you guys, you have to come out. I, I can't strongly encourage you enough, especially if you've got teens that are struggling with their faith. Come out to the Ark Encounter for the homeschool experience. It will be absolutely worth every penny that you spend. And you can feel good about not giving it to a woke, disgusting organization like Disney. Uh, I will be. Uh, and this is my big announcement for you guys on this one. I will definitely be at the Florida Parent Educators Association May 25th through 27th in Orlando. These are some of my favorite conferences. So I have the the tremendous blessing of being able to meet you guys out on the road and encourage you and speak to the things that are happening in the culture. It really is a passion of mine to be able to take you back to God's word and hopefully give you sound counsel and sound um, Uh, encouragement that's based on biblical authority. And so I will be doing that. The theme for the Florida Parent Educators Association, FPEA is Reclaim. And uh, I've written a whole series of workshops around that title. So Reclaim is the theme this year for FPEA. And I hope you guys will join me there. I can't wait to see you. And uh, I feel like I'm still kind of coming, you know, because we went into COVID, right? This this ding-dong crazy, you know, Rona and it ruined my speaking season for two years and then i ran for congress and so i didn't i turned down a lot of invitations to speak because i was busy campaigning here in the pacific northwest so this is the first season that i will have been out really uh, pounding the pavement and meeting people for several years so i'm very excited to do that come on out and say hello if you want to see my complete schedule you can go to HeidiStJohn.com Forward slash events. I also want to tell you how much I appreciate you guys visiting the sponsors at the Heidi St. John podcast. So you hear me talk about Spotify for podcasters and MyPillow and and other uh, other sponsors like that. Those people are helping keep this podcast on the air. Your clicks, your listens, the purchases you make over at companies like MyPillow, and we're getting ready to bring some more sponsors on. That really does benefit this podcast tremendously. And I would love to encourage you, if you haven't done it, uh, check out the sponsors. I am really excited to be partnering with a homeschool mom who has a cosmetics line. You guys are going to be hearing about that really soon. I frankly cannot wait because I would like to see you guys get the heck out of Ulta. All right. Stop buying your makeup from that disgusting organization. Sephora, so uh, you know, so many of these places that cover girl, ooh, uh, and so I have been looking for wonderful companies to partner with, and we are going to be announcing a few of them in the days to come. So if you're interested in a partnership here with me at the Heidi St. John podcast, reach out to us. And uh, there's a there is and the show notes, or you can just go to heidi.stjohn.com/mailbox Monday and let us know that you're interested in sponsoring the show, and we would love to promote whatever it is you're doing as long as it aligns with the values of the Heidi St. John podcast. So I'm excited about that and wanted to let you know. All right, let's jump into this because it's a big one. Uh, An anonymous listener in Georgia, and actually there, I got two of these similarly sort of back to back. And she said, are there, is there any advice that you would give to Christian parents of tweens or teens that are going through a phase of doubting their faith or questioning God? Did any of your kids go through a phase like this? Well, the answer is my kids are normal. And so the answer is yes. And we have, I hope, created in our home an environment where our kids can have these conversations. Uh, God's not afraid of the doubt of our kids, by the way. And we shouldn't be either. So the first thing I wanna just encourage you to do with everything that's in me, you ready? Listen up, lean in, don't freak out. Freak out is uh, the same exact thing as fear, False evidence appearing real. The Bible says he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And when your kids start to question biblical teaching, I think the easiest thing to do is to jump into this freak out mode. Because now we're like, oh boy, now you're going to be, you know, Josh Harris and you're going to deconstruct your faith. And that's not necessarily the case. I also think, and I want to unpack this a bit. There's a wonderful article at the Gospel Coalition. As a general rule, I don't always like the Gospel Coalition, as you guys well know. But uh, I looked up a few articles about this just to see if I could find one that was really well-balanced and well-rounded. And I, I did find an article at the Gospel Coalition that I will link back to, and I'm gonna quote from it today on today's uh, podcast. But I think the most important thing that we need to remember in all of this stuff is that uh, our kids are not saved because of us. They're saved by grace, period. No caveats, if our children come to know the Lord, it's because God chose them before the creation of the world. This is what the Bible says in Ephesians 1:4. Listen to this, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. Colossians 1:13. he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. God adopts our children through the work of Christ, not through our parenting not through anything clever that we say our job is to tell our children the truth and the results are up to the holy spirit Uh, over the years i've talked to many heartbroken parents whose kids have walked away from the lord and i think probably the 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 biggest heartbreak about that is we know uh, that the blessing of god is never found outside the boundaries of god and those of us who experience the grace and forgiveness and mercy of god want our children to experience that too right not only for this life, but obviously uh, for the life to come, because we're, we're don't, we don't don't live forever, right? We're just here for a, a short time and we want our kids to follow God and walk with him. And so it's never the, 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 it's never the focal point or it never should be the focal point of a parent when your child starts to question their faith to start questioning how, how good of a job you did. Now, the flip side to that, and I am gonna get to answering your question, But the flip side to that is, and I've said this many times on the show, you know, my husband and my sort of philosophy in parenting is to get our children to adulthood with as little regret as possible. In other words, we give our children boundaries because I don't want them to experience something that they don't need to experience and have the regret of saying, boy, I sure wish my parents would have protected me from that or I wish they would have told me about that. We teach our children the scriptures because we want them to have the very best opportunity they can to be uh, open to the call of God on their lives, that their hearts would be soft before the Lord. We bring them up to love and honor the Lord. But there are no guarantees. And I think as, as parents, you know, we can often just, we start thinking, man, this is all on us. This is all about us. But believing children persevere not because we keep them but because god does this is god's work and the moment you start thinking mom that it's all on you i mean do the very best that you can this is why i'm always telling parents open up your bible every day teach your children to walk with the lord show them that god loves them take them to places like the ark encounter stop take, stop wasting your time at places like disney and take them to places that are actually life-giving that they can be, this is why I'm, I'm so passionate about the conferences that I speak at, especially the ones that are geared towards families, because these are opportunities for you to sow into your children. But at the end of the day, we do everything that we can. We wanna do our part and then we leave the rest up to God. Our, our children belong to the Lord. And so uh, don't freak out. Uh, eventually your children grow up and they make choices of their own. The Bible teaches us that God adopts our children through the work of Christ on the cross. And Christian parents are often the means by which God works, but it's always the power of God, the plan of God, and the grace of God alone that saves our children. And so lean into that now, because this is a very harsh world for uh, kids to be growing up in right now, a very harsh world for young people. There are a lot of young people that are questioning their faith it is not fashionable in the united states or in europe to be a christian right now and in fact it's a very unfashionable thing and you want it you want to get persecuted tell people that you're a christian they're going to mock you uh, and jesus said if the world hates you don't be surprised it hated him first but we don't live for this world we live for a city to come whose architect and builder is god so when your teens wrestle with their faith don't freak out don't get angry don't be insecure don't fret don't be condescending, uh, take your concerns to God and entrust your fears to him. Be patient, be prayerful, uh, be kind, help your teen find the answers to their questions and know that it's the Holy Spirit that gives them discernment. That's where discernment comes from. Let's look at this passage, 1 Corinthians two fourteen. the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of God because they are foolishness to him and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. That's what the Bible teaches. And so we wanna let our kids understand this basic truth that just because they have questions that they can't answer, and maybe questions that you can't answer, it doesn't mean that there aren't answers. I'm gonna say that again. We wanna let our kids know that just because they've got answers, just because they wrestle things, their faith can stand up to the wrestling. God can certainly handle it. And you don't need to have all the answers because just because you don't have the answer, it doesn't mean that there isn't an answer. Uh, Seek the advice from your pastor Ask your ministry leaders Find books that are relevant Um, There are some really, really great uh, Great books out there And I'm going to I'll try to link back to a couple of them In the show notes today But that are I think have been helpful to me over the years And what might be even helpful to you Because maybe those of you who are listening Maybe you're uh, having a hard time with your faith It's easy to look around in the world right now And just go, you know what, forget it Uh, This is the world is too broken. How could a loving God let something like this happen? Right. These are the questions that cause people to walk away from the Lord. But God's word is faithful. And people have been trying to stamp out the unchanging word of God for thousands of years. And they will never be able to do it because the Bible declares it. So the word of God will stand forever. The grass will wither and the flower will fade. But how long will the word of God stand, men and women? According to the Bible itself, the word of God will stand forever. And so I want to encourage you to a place of not being afraid of the questions. Another way that I think we can really help our kids is just to to create and foster an atmosphere that allows them to ask the questions. And this means you have to be available. This takes prayer. This takes you putting your own fears aside. Remember, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. So the minute your child asks you a question, and you respond in anger or condescension or fear, uh, it doesn't honor the Lord. And frankly, it's not helping your kid. Our kids need to hear from us. They need our availability probably as much or even more in the teen years than they do even when they're little. And this is one of the reasons why I'm such a fan of homeschooling through high school. It's the years when you start to get to see fruit. I'm here to tell you, some of my favorite people in the entire world are my adult children. I love spending time with them. I love seeing what God's doing in their lives. I'm praying for my kids every day, and I let them know, I'm praying for you by name, and these are the things I'm praying for. And you have these honest conversations with your kids, and it is a game changer. Uh, And I know that a lot of you listening to this, like the thing that you want more than anything is that your kids would always seek the Lord. We want our children to walk with, the God, with God and obey his commands. We want them to find the blessing of God, right, that's found inside of the boundary of God. But we also want them to know that we, can, that we will listen to their concerns, that we will hear their doubts. And listen, when you have that child that doubts and you feel like, I can't answer that question, it's, it's very hard, too, I think, in this sort of uh, gotcha culture that we live in, you know, like I, you know, I found this great fact on the interwebs and now I'm going to go and, you know, uh, parents can feel like my child's attacking me with this gotcha question or whatever. Take them before the Lord. Take them before the Lord. Listen to the concerns of your kids and love your children above all else. Love your children because you're the only parent that they will ever have. And the Bible says that we train up our children in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. It's not a promise but it is a proverb. It's a general truth that if we teach our children to walk with the Lord, they will eventually come back to Him. This was the story of uh, Franklin Graham, the son of Billy Graham, and uh, I've I've often, you know, referred to his testimony. It's a beautiful testimony of God bringing him to Himself. Ultimately, the saving grace that our children need doesn't come from their parents. It comes from the Lord. So I appreciate that question very much i've got another question to answer today and actually i am going to read to you a little podcast review i love this one from mad t30 and he said my eyes have been opened i love this i'm praying that my spirit will be lit on fire for my family and my friends this podcast is a must for everyone i love it an apple review came in i love heidi's podcast one of her original listeners some of you guys have stuck around for a really long time and i really really appreciate it if you've never left a review for the show at itunes my staff reads them and sends them to me and i really appreciate you guys doing that it helps us get this podcast out to more people when you leave reviews for it uh brandy in texas wants to know how to get older teens involved in a bible study uh she said she's been doing the irreplaceable study that we're just coming up on the tail end of if you guys would like to have access to that study, Irreplaceable, The Life-Giving Role of Mothers. That study is available right now at Momstar International. It's only gonna be available for a couple more days, and then it goes out of circulation until at some point we will print it. But right now that study is available and you can download it. You can do it with your women's ministry. You can do it at church. You can do it with your daughter. Uh, It's a wonderful study on the role of mothers and why your role in the lives of your children is not only ordained by God, but it will be one of the most important uh, figures you are, one of the most important figures in their lives ever. So uh, I love that. She said the quote from C.S. Lewis, children are not a distraction from the more important work. They are the most important work. Along with the self-reflection questions of that same day have really convicted me. My kids are older, 23, 19, and 15. Two are living at home. What are some good ways to get into Bible study regularly with teens? Their schedules are different. And getting them interested is difficult boy brandy i hear you i am at that season right now and those of us who are older moms or we've had you know a lot like you know like i have had lots of kids it kind of makes you yearn for the time when you could just you know uh you know be a little mother duck and get your ducklings and all sit on the couch and everybody would read the bible together and once they reach a certain age it just doesn't happen like that anymore and so uh, the best thing that I have found is to get up early if we can. But even then, you know, sometimes it doesn't work in our home anymore because like one of our kids is a barista. So she's up and out of the house really early. And then I think, well, why should I have, you know, just read the Bible with this one when the other one's gone? But then you miss the opportunity. And so for your kids who are at home, I think we, we structure our quiet time around our children who are still young enough to be home. And then we offer our other children books to read. We are making sure our conversations with them are honoring God and answering questions that they have, the teen years are very, very precious. And they're precious, they should be precious to us because they are definitely precious to God. So keep giving your kids good reading materials. Uh, I hope to put a reading list up here for you, those of you who have teens, of some of the very best books that I have found for young adults, I think it would be a really good thing to do because frankly, it's an important topic and not a lot of people are talking about it. All right, one more question, and then I am done for today. Uh, an anonymous listener in California said, how do you see a doctor without wearing a mask? Every single doctor in my area requires it. I am telling you what, you guys, this kind of stuff just makes me crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I found a doctor that doesn't require it. Simple as that. Uh, maybe the state does, but he doesn't. And so I go to him if, when I have to go, which is very rarely, but you guys know I just had surgery recently. And so I I looked far and wide for a family doctor who uh, is not crazy. <laughs> that's just it. So pretty quickly here in Washington State, the uh, the emperor of Washington State is lifting the mask mandate for healthcare workers, and so that's exciting. Yes, very exciting to see that. I'm being facetious, of course, and sarcastic, and I hate these rules, and I hate these ridiculous regulations, and I frankly have no respect for most of the people in authority in the state of Washington right now, and frankly, even around the country. So that's all I have to say about that. Find yourself a doctor who's not crazy. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the best that we can do at this point. I don't know how long uh, California, I'm pretty sure the Emperor Newsom also has relieved you of the, the emergency of the Rona. Although if you read the Atlantic, I just read the Atlantic last week and they want you to know that it's coming right back. So everybody be afraid. <laughs> nope, don't be afraid. Your days have been ordained for you. Every single one of them before you took a single breath, you belong to God. And whether it's COVID or a car accident or cancer, you're not going home a day before the Lord of Heaven's armies decrees it. Do not live in fear. All right. I'm out of time for today. I love answering your questions. If you guys have questions you'd like to uh, send to me, shoot them over to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, we want to hear from you. We want to work with American Uh, companies and christian companies uh anybody that's uh, that we can support that is committed to the principles of freedom and uh we can and we can help each other i am interested in that so reach out to me and you can do that at heidisaintjohn.com forward slash mailbox monday there's also an info tab and i will link back to that in the show notes today thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate hearing from you we're praying for you stand in the truth today the truth will never waver. Truth is not subjective. The truth is the work and person of Jesus Christ. I will see you right back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.